Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You're Ivan Inept. We go to the dude who hired us, Captain Parthen Stoutheart. Since he never reported back, I actually sent another team to do the job in your place. I will have to reduce your rewards. What I can say is the sponsorship to the Sapphire Saber is still available. Tokus, you arrive outside the Alchemist Guild. I have some samples I'd like you to analyze. Did you have any interest in joining the guild yourself? Ezric said that I should never do anything related to the guild without his presence, but yes, I would absolutely <laughs> love to. Tokus, you actually arrive first at the house. The front door is hanging open, crooked. What little furniture there is has been upended and things are just thrown around the room. I have big news. I get to join the Alchemist Guild. That's great. Now help me figure out what happened in my house. A small note has been pinned inside the wardrobe. It says, we will find you. Thane channeling his inner Liam Neeson. (laughs) Anything that might have been construed to have value is pretty much missing, and the rest of it has just been overturned. Oh, no. (laughs) As though you had something with value in this place? Yeah, that's what I was just wondering. (laughs) Dang, dude. (laughs) They're going to be sorely disappointed. (laughs) Okay, so first of all, They're going to be very disappointed when they take your pancake mix to sell to a local vendor and find out that it's just dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Or that the Uh, diploma's fake, or, you know. (laughs) Right, it's all a forgery. Oh, dude, is is his diploma still on the wall? That's Mm. an important question. The diploma was never on the wall in the first place. Remember, I inserted that and learned the harsh reality. (laughs) Okay, so let me ask you this thing. Is it still not on the wall? (laughs) Or have they they put it? Yes. Have they magically put the diploma on the wall? I mean, you had, if you had a diploma, you were carrying it, right? I know it had it on the wall and we never actually gave it to Rysynth as uh, collateral because we deemed it, you know, invaluable. Mm-hmm. And by invaluable, I mean not worth anything. Sentimentally, it's the most valuable item you have in this place. I'd say it's still hanging on the wall because it's just a piece of paper. And Oh, thank goodness. Phew. I was scared that it would be uh-huh. shattered and torn up. Awesome. I can still apply for low-paying jobs. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, sitting askew, so it looks like they might have bumped into it or looked behind it or something. Okay. Mm. All right. Guys. What the heck? What is going on? We have to figure out what happened here. Isn't it obvious? Someone broke in here and wrecked the place. Yeah, but why? I live in the crappiest part of town. It doesn't matter where you live, Aslo. They know we're on to them. Who's they? Them. And I look I look at Tokus, and I'm like, Tokus knows them. Oh. <sighs> I knew it would be them. We did have that run-in with that cultist ritualist, the spellcaster with the cauldron. You do remember that, Aslo? Yeah, of course. Prezactly. But how did they find us? Yeah, exactly. How would the cultists know where to find me? Maybe they're really good at looking. Hmm. Did we take anything from the cave that might have been tracked? Yeah, we took their entire alchemy kit. <laughs> the whole, like, remember oh, that yeah, whole contraption that was being used to drip the thing out of the cauldron? We took all of that stuff. <laughs> Is that stuff gone? We need to find that box. There might be some sort of magical tracker on it. It's with us. It's in the cart that we brought into town. It's, like, literally outside of Aslo's house right now, in that cart. Okay, well, I'm going to walk outside, and we're going to take... We're going we're gonna to look high and low and look in every nook and cranny of that crate. But I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Hold just on, be hold quiet, Every, everybody. Just listen, listen, and just bend your ear to the the crate that we're carrying it in. Do you hear that? Dude, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> you're right. No, you don't dude. hear anything. No, oh. <laughs> it's all in your head, Shala. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But but even then, that doesn't make sense because we just got here. How would they have known that this exact apartment was my address? Unless we had already come back. Maybe it was the blood buried outside in the yard. Maybe they tracked... Maybe it's not the cult. But we don't have any other enemies. Yeah, who else would hate us enough to do this? Well, Shaba, clearly it's the introduction of a new enemy. 
<laughs> one that we, one that our fellow heroes haven't yet met. I know breaking the fourth wall. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but but we we just disrupted a huge swath of their attempted blight. Right? We disrupted the the filth coming out of that cauldron. That was a ginormous. Like that river led for miles and days worth of travel. Right? We disrupted that. We put a stop to it. That's a major like halt in their operations. That it was. But it still doesn't explain how they could find Aslo's house. And I think I know who it might be. Who might it be? So, which one of us in the party is most likely to have enemies that are, aren't related to the cult? You? You? No! Oh, oh, Aslo. Oh, no, no, wait. I know. I know the answer. It's Aslo, right? Are you raising your hand? Because, uh, yes, I ra- yes. I raise my hand. Yes. yes. Shaba? Uh, Aslo? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Good it. job. Right, I high five you. <laughs> All right. I low five you, which is a high five for you. <laughs> oh, you mean the people that are that are tracking me down for murder? I mean, you are a wanted man. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Maybe it's not the cult. Maybe it's the people that want to kill Aslan. Wait, but hold on. That still doesn't make any sense because how, like, if this were the authorities coming after me, they wouldn't just ransack my house and steal my stuff. It's not the authorities. They would set an ambush for me and and try to take me in, right? It's old Felmy and his crew of misfits. He's got one of those, <laughs> right? He's got a crew of misfits. Yeah, Felmendar. Oh, Nobody likes that I guy. I considered that. That blasted jerk. I have to say that every time we bring that character up. <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah. likes that guy. Not even in school, especially <laughs> in school. You guys have really good memories for, for his name, considering I've only mentioned my backstory once. Well, Aslo, we care about you, even when we're mad at you, so... You better start talking. <laughs> what do you know... What what enemies do you have, Aslo? Like, seriously, who's after us? Uh, other than the cult, the authorities, and Felmendar? I have no idea. Maybe that's why, why <laughs> they said we. Maybe they all got together and they're like, gosh, I hate uh, that Aslo guy. <laughs> that Aslo tender toe. We should leave him a threatening note. They sent out an invitation to an Aslo hating party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone go to Aslo's house and wreck stuff and leave him nasty notes. Afterward, there will be drinks and hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> yeah, you like go into your bedroom and there's just notes everywhere. And one, they're like, I think you are really dumb. <laughs> well, then clearly it's Felmadar. Like, yeah, I, like, yeah. I don't like you very much. It's like the opposite of writing a bunch of encouraging notes. <laughs> yeah, <for> exactly. <laughs> like things I love about you, it's things I don't like about Aslo. I think your feet are smelly. <laughs> your toes are not that tender after all. <laughs> so we rolled a 20 on our investigation of the clues, right? <clears throat> we did. Uh, right. I don't think we oh. rolled yet. But last session. I thought it was a natch. A natch twin. Yeah. Oh, um, Tokus did, right? What exactly did I find? Now that we know that it's maybe not the cult. Or think that we know. You see several sets of boot prints. Some of them have tracked in mud on probably all in one day after a storm or something. It also looks like other boot prints have come in afterwards, trampling down some of that mud. So possibly people came by later, either again looking for you, or maybe other people came in once they saw the door was open. What was Felmendar's race? He was a high elf. A high elf. Okay. Did these boot prints look slender and high elfy, or do they look like regular sized and human-y? I mean, you would suspect that if this were an elf, they probably wouldn't have left quite so many tracks unless they really wanted to. Mm. But I don't think you could specifically distinguish between elven and human boot prints. You know what's interesting is the boot prints the first time have lots of mud, and then there's a second round of boot prints that are more faint and don't have as much mud. They came twice. Can we tell whether the the toes of the boots are curly and then may have had bells on them? Because then we definitely know they were elves. They look like they were probably made with tough weather boots. Mm. So, traveling boots. Mm. So, that is a good point, Shabe. Uh, I mean, Tokus. The secondary footprints may have just been hoodlums in the neighborhood coming in to loot the place when they saw the door was open. Mm. Uh, that's been known to happen in these parts. How long have we been gone again? Quite a while. Yeah, it's been like two, I think a little over two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that could be it then. They, the first person came in 
uh, roughed the place up searching for us, left the note, and then in the meantime, more groups have come in, just mm. ransacked the place to steal valuables. Or lack thereof. Regardless, it's funny. Not too long ago, we said that we don't have to be on guard in our own home. It's not a reality anymore. Yeah, you're right. How wrong we were. That was just a few episodes ago. Holy cow. <laughs> I look around and kind of spin around in place. How do you pick up the pieces of a broken life? <laughs> As you, like, fall in slow motion backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> onto the couch. Onto the pile of debris. Sobbing. <laughs> yeah. I'll put my hand on Aslo's back and stroke it and say... <laughs> oh, sorry. <Okay. laughs> oh, you scared, you scared me. There have been a lot of break-ins in the neighborhood recently. Oh, you scared me. Oh, startled me. <laughs> I thought that was Felmendar. <laughs> We're here for you, Aslo. Oh, good. We always have been. We're right here behind you. Don't be scared. Thanks, guys. I guess the first thing we should do is is search the house and make sure that no one is still lying in wait to murder us when we're not looking, right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good idea. That'd be a perfect plan on their part. They could have just made it look like whoever came in had left, and they're actually just waiting in your closet for you to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Shabba, it sounds like you've done this before. Do you have experience with this? It sounded oddly detailed. <laughs> I've never owned a closet in my entire life. What are you talking about? I don't know anything about closets. All right, let's uh, yeah, let's search the house real quick. See if we find anyone with weapons drawn. All right. I mean, search the house with weapons drawn. See if we find anyone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's not much more of the house to search. You look around. <laughs> I kick in the pa- the Aslo's uh, bedroom door unnecessarily. And then I kick in the pantry door also. Java, stop kicking in all my doors! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, I thought these were already broken, but it turns out they were perfectly functional. Do you realize how much of my security deposit check is going to come out of that? (laughs) I doubt you have any security deposit. Oh, you own this place. (laughs) Oh, you own this place? Oh, that's right. I was going to say, man, this this location has been compromised now. We've got to burn it to the ground. <laughs> it's part of a row house. <laughs> you know, we could use a new base of operations. It's not a bad point, Chubb. Yeah. yeah. Don't you just knock on Captain Clapton's door and say, uh, so Captain, the place is on fire. You might want to get out. Oh, we were supposed to act, <laughs> ask the captain what happened. What he heard. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. We have a witness. We have a case. We have a... I don't know how law works in this country, but we have a case. Perfect. Let's go up to Captain Clapton's. But first, let's get this card off the street. Yeah, let's bring the card in. Uh, I'd really like to investigate the the boot prints and the whatever else they left behind to see if we can find out more from that. Should we make an investigation roll to do that? But we already got a 20. Yeah, he already got a 20. You already kind of did investigate that. What else are you looking for in the boot prints? Oh, I thought he was just looking, like, right in that area when he first came in. Oh, you want to specifically... Look at the boots. Let's look for traces of bat guano in the mud to see if maybe they were following us all the way back in the mine. <laughs> for some reason, I was thinking Tokus only was looking around, like, right in one spot. I was thinking, like, search the whole house, see if they left anything behind that would... Uh, no, I'd, I was saying he searched the whole area. Shaba actually had a really interesting idea. I could cave check the mud. Mm-hmm. Give it a try. Give it a cave check. Okay. I'm going to scoop up a nice little sample of the mud and put it into my mouth and cave check it. <laughs> uh, what what type of role was this again? Uh, I think it was a... Uh, intelligence? Mm, yeah. Nature, maybe? Investigation. So it's a what? It was something you were really good at, so whatever you're really I, good at. I thought at. it was nature. Maybe. Yeah. That seems right. Yeah. Okay, That's I got a plus nature. three in nature. So, 20. Yeah, here's the thing about cave checks. They they can become anything you want them to be, really. They kind of suit themselves to the situation. Well, it's my understanding of, like, what would be in a cave, right? Right. Yeah, well, this tastes like dirt. <laughs> um. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> it's no longer mud at this point. It's dried out. No, from everything that you can see and taste and smell, it looks like it's just they tracked in mud from outside your front door. Mm. I tasted mud for no reason, Shaba. <laughs> well, it may have had traces of the blood that we buried in the yard. In it. I'm gonna die. 
There's a plus. <laughs> um, I agree. Let's go up and talk to the captain. Yeah, let's do it. All right, we go. Maybe the captain's not even alive anymore. What if he was the victim? What if they're here for the captain, not no, us? He, you heard him banging oh, on yeah, the floor right. above yeah. you. Yeah. We hope that's him. All right, let's knock on the door. Uh, Tokus and I will boost Shaba up to the second floor so that he doesn't have to take the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> Assuming that the balcony is still missing and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You guys boost me up and then I'll crawl through the lower banister and probably break it off, but that's okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. And then we knock on his door. That was a good knock. Yeah. So <laughs> he says, I'm coming, coming. And you hear him whistle. <laughs> and some flapping sounds inside. <laughs> and a few seconds later, he opens the door. Says, yes, who might you be? Uh, we are us. Captain, have you seen anything at all in the last two weeks? <laughs> oh, I know that voice. That's not exactly a fair question. <laughs> I haven't seen anything at all in the past several years. Oh, yeah, uh, sorry. He- here, have you heard anything that's bad down below? I did hear, over a week ago, there was a lot of noise downstairs. I shouted at them to quiet down, and I was kind of wondering what was going on, but I didn't get any response. Did you think that it might have been us? Yes, you have been rather noisy recently, with all of those... <laughs> Sleepovers? Comings and goings and explosions and such. <laughs> yes, that's true. We are kind of the neighborhood hoodlums, I suppose you could say. Oh yeah, we never explained that to the captain, did we? I'm okay. Nobody died. Yeah, that was a very bad accident. Everything's fine. He survived. Just like realizing how little we don't tell the captain. So in the last two weeks, how many times would you say you heard someone coming into or out of my home below? There was a lot of noise one night, about eight or nine nights ago. And since then... I've heard some footprints, or footsteps down there. Mm. <laughs> I've heard some footprints, about a size ten and a half. <laughs> I'm telling you, the boot creatures are real, okay? They're real. I know you guys don't believe me, but they're real. They're out there. They are boot-shaped fiends. So, heard footsteps down there probably three or four other times since then. Wow. But the last three times, not as loud and raucous as the first no, that first one was pretty noisy. There was quite a lot of banging and thumping on everything. And it sounded like there were lots of mm. footsteps the first time? After a little while, I kind of thought maybe it wasn't you. So I went outside and started yelling down at them, but they just kept on going for another minute and then left. And it never occurred to you to huh. stab your sword down through the floor so that you might have hit one of them on the head? Thanks a lot, Captain <laughs> Clapton, for protecting Aslo's home. <sighs> Which is actually your home. Yes. I, hmm. I'm just kidding, buddy. It's not my responsibility to protect your home. And I'm, I'm only joking. Although I apologize for anything that might have been lost. No, it's all, it's all good. For all we knew, there are some hoodlums that came that you scared off. Really, the only thing we know about their skill set is they're literate. Like, they can write notes. And they wear shoes. They wear shoes. Also, they're able to pick locks. Or kick down doors. Actually, did we check that? We go back to Aslo's front door. Is the, the door jam? Yeah. yeah, is the door jam broken or is the lock picked? I think he said that it was off its hinges. Yeah, it's been damaged. Okay. So it looks like it was hit hard. So they kicked it in or something. Okay, so they're skilled in kicking down the door. They're strong, yeah. whoever yes. they were. I was afraid of that. They definitely have feet. I'm sure of that much. Well, regardless, or boots at least. Whoever came to this home without us here was strong. Stronger than we can possibly handle them at our current fighting capacity. Well, as far as we know. Now, here's an idea. You said this was a row house, right? So Captain Clapton is not the only other person who lives in this building. Who lives next mm. door on the ground floor? Let's go over and talk to them. Asla's neighbors? Yes. Yeah, I have others besides the captain, after all. We thank the captain for his time. I give him a hearty handshake. And say thanks, Captain. We may be back if we need any other information, but thanks for looking out for us. We never just visit him to say hi. We always <laughs> have, like, something that we want. An agenda, yeah. That's okay, though. 
One of these days, Captain, we're gonna come just just hang out. <laughs> one one of these just days, we will promise. Get you like a drink or something. We'll have you over for dinner or something. Just good luck picking up the pieces. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Thank you. It's going to be quite a process. Let's go speak to the neighbors and see if they yep. heard anything. We did debrief the captain on the whole sea monsters thing, right? We fought the Shifagan. Um, I don't know that we necessarily did. Did we? We fought some sea monsters, Captain. Yeah, we we quickly give him the rundown of that, and then we're like, "Well, see you later." Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then we just <laughs> walk away. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we could even do a montage of us talking to neighbors, too, and just get a general idea of what they say. Yeah, we'll knock on every door and make... Yeah, that's a great idea, and do that as a montage. Every door in a five-mile radius. No, wait. Maybe that's too much. <laughs> oh, let's even knock across the street, whatever building's across the street, because those people are the ones who are looking out their windows at your building and seeing who's coming and going. That's true. So we'll, we'll canvas the neighborhood. We're going to go up and down the street... Knocking and yeah. Why don't we start with just the adjacent and yeah. the one across from us? All right. So you spend the next couple of hours going around knocking on doors and interrogating people who come to the doors. I grab them all by the collar just so they know it's a sign of love and respect. <laughs> I smack my forehead, Shaba. This is the eighteenth time you've done it. Stop! Stop grabbing people by the collar. But in Goliath culture, it means I love you. And I want to be friends. I know, I know, but... Yeah, all the collars on our shirts, Aslo and mine, are stretched out from, <laughs> are stretched. from, your, from your love. <laughs> uh, that's how you know you've got a Goliath for a friend. I'm going to have you make a charisma-based investigation check. Ooh, that would be Aslo's mm, department. Yeah. Okay, listen to people real good and close, check. So this would just be a charisma roll? Charisma check plus proficiency if you have investigation. Uh, that would be a 17. Not too Shababskis. I did not do better. I refrain. Because I'm, I won't, I certainly will not do better than that. And it's better if I just don't say anything. Well, so for flavor, maybe I talk to a few neighbors and piss them off. <laughs> Ask the wrong questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll just make them scared and shut their. they'll shut their doors. You run into a few people who say that they heard noises, they saw some people running in and out. It seems like it probably happened in the middle of the night, so most of the people would have been asleep and they don't really have any information, but the few that do recall waking up to loud noises. One person says that they saw three or four people, probably, running in and out of the building. Anything about the description? Were they hooded figures... Was it too dark to see? It was dark and too hard to see much clearly, but I remember they all had long cloaks and hoods. Mm-hmm. You didn't happen to see the color of the cloaks, did you? I would guess a black or a dark brown. Mm, okay. Moon colored. <laughs> they were the colors of Aslo's college. <laughs> no, I knew it. <laughs> Felmendar? Dang it, it's my old classmates playing a trick on me. They're playing a prank. <laughs> Felmendar! Shakes his fist to the sky. <laughs> Camera zooms out from above. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's because you missed your 10-year reunion, Aslo. Yeah, oh, crap. I, I knew I should have gone to that. He means business. <laughs> you come to those reunions or you're going to get shanked. Pay the price. Yeah. Man. Well, I think that gives us an answer. Yeah, but that's not what actually... Well, I mean, we know that it, it's likely that, they, that it was the cult. Oh, just the fact that they're cloaked? Yeah. I mean, lots of people wear cloaks these days. Cloaks are very in right now. All the runway models have them. Yeah. <laughs> on the catwalk, you see the soldiers walking by on the castle walls in cloaks <laughs> all day long. Shaba, you're just hung up on this cult, man. I'm hung up on the cult. Why can't it be Aslo's fault? I'm hung up on the cult. (laughs) How is this my? Just let it go, Shaba. (laughs) You're the one who brought us into this mess, Tokus. Stop (laughs) deflecting, Aslo. We know it's your fault because you're the wanted man because you're the murderer. Listen to us. We're arguing. Look at what they've done to us. (laughs) This madness must cease. They're tearing us apart. We must learn to love each other again. Otherwise, no good will ever come of this. The cultists have already won, if we're not on the same team. 
We have to band together at a time like this. We can't let these little petty differences divide us. But uh, Tokus, you got a you got a cliffhanger. You might yeah, just saying. I mean, it's like yeah. real, real you might bad. Grab that. Yeah. There you uh, um, no, no, other side. Little to the left. Other one. Okay, yeah, you got it. Yep, there you go. There, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> All right, now that that's out of the way, <laughs> we, sh- we need to make a pact, and we will never let these petty differences get between us again. Uh, I don't know that we need to really go that far. We can just stop arguing. <laughs> yeah, we cool. have other things that need to be <laughs> taken care of, and this could have happened at a worse time. Some additional information for you, really quick. Okay. Is that when they came in, it was on a day where it had been raining all day and night, and so anyone would probably be wearing a cloak if they were out in that weather. I think we need to put our energy elsewhere, guys. So no matter who did it to us, not that there's, not that there's anything wrong with investigating, we're not safe right. in our own clubhouse. Mm-hmm. We need a plan of action. We need, we need to find another place to go. The Damage Guild Podcast. Your weekly dose of bardic inspiration. Hey there, everybody. It's Sean Abrams. You guys might know me as Tokus, hopefully your favorite rock gnome on the show. Probably the only rock gnome. I got a real treat for you guys. After a lot of badgering, I managed to convince the guys to release a very special piece of merch. If you haven't checked out the Damage Guild store, it's really easy to get to. You can go to www.thedamageguild.com slash shop. It's also a little shopping cart image at the top of our uh, page. Anyway, I managed to get the guys to release a stripy pillow. And actually, it, it looks really good. Do yourself a favor. Check it out if you've got a loved one that you think would like this pillow. This is a great little holiday. I mean, okay, in fairness, you wouldn't really be able to put it in a stocking. But let's be honest. I mean, stripey couldn't be contained in a stocking anyway. And maybe I've got a grudge against stripey when I'm playing as Tokus in the show. But certainly, Sean Abrams' engineer can definitely appreciate stripey for who he is, what he is, and... Definitely, definitely a wonderful uh, tribute to the show. Um, We do have a couple other items that are notable from the shop, and we're going to be adding some more that have to do with various memes and instances or parts of the adventure. For example, uh, Jay took no time making a Shaba monologue shirt, and it really is wonderful. Uh, Our shirts are comfy, competitively priced, you know, why do, and I know we, we talked about this a few weeks ago, but why do content creators give up and why do content creators disappear? It's because their dream doesn't get funded. It's not that we don't have a dream. You guys got to understand we have this vision that we want to do this every single Monday, um, have a fresh episode of adventure for you guys for the rest of time itself. The adventure is not even nearly finished. We're level three, guys. We got a lot more levels to go. So please, if you're looking to give and help support the project, no better way to get yourself or a friend or family member uh, a piece of memorabilia related to the show, especially if they're into the show. I mean, if they're not into the show, it'd be kind of weird. Really the only item, in my opinion, that you could get somebody that isn't familiar with the show or you're trying to get familiar with the show probably is the stripy pillow. Do yourself a favor. Make my dream come true because I basically told the other guys that the stripy pillow would sell way better than any other piece of merch. Mug is certainly useful, as is the bag, but um, make my holiday dream come true. Make sure, like, the stripey pillow sales dwarf everything else in the shop because that would that would give me uh, bragging rights, and it would be nice to have bragging rights for this one thing. Anyway, you guys have a nice holiday and a happy new year. I'll see you back on the show. Peace. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. Yeah, we need to put this baby up for sale. We need to get her nice, cleaned up, and all polished, and then we need to sell. How much do you think you could get for it, Aslo? Uh, at least a few gold pieces. (laughs) It's, uh... Anywhere from two to four and a half gold pieces, yeah. something in that neighborhood. It's a tough economy right now, but <laughs> yeah, let me let me run the comps on the neighborhood, see what other places nearby have sold for. What's the uh, tax assessment? Eh, it's not great. <laughs> you probably bought this house for like five gold. 
And it's oh yeah, it's not increased since then. <laughs> Five gold. Oh man. Wow. I was kidding when I said that price range, but Okay. I mean this is the worst place in town. <laughs> Chaba. Aslo. I got a plan. Let's get everything out of the house that we need, and we should probably tell the captain that we're planning to do this. What if we pretend that the house is for foreclosure? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And we stake out, and we go stay with one of our friends in the city. We do have friends, right? To stay with, temporarily? Yeah, now the captain can put in that fireman's pole he's always been wanting. <laughs> <laughs> He'll turn our two apartments into a duplex, but they're on top of yeah, each other. <laughs> it's like a little bachelor pad with like a round bed and like a big open room and with a, with a bar <laughs> and all the nautical accoutrement with the little hole in the floor that the fireman's pole goes through. <laughs> Tokus is hanging his face in his hands because I he thought he just had this really great idea to catch the, the culprits because they're going to come back. You can't just leave a note and then not come back and check on the people you're trying to intimidate. Like, if we put the home up for foreclosure, then they'll think that they've won. I don't think foreclosure is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do. We fix everything up. We put everything right back the I'm way. I'm saying we board up the house. <laughs> no, no, no. We put everything back the way it is. We lock the door as if Aslo still lives there. And then we put a note right as soon as you come in and that says, no, we will find you. <laughs> 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 Actually, I like that plan, Shabby. You should you should do the plan more often. That's pretty good. What do you think, Aslo? I don't know. With all this talk of uh, foreclosure and selling and everything, this story is starting to turn into like a realty simulator <laughs> instead of a D and D game. <laughs> Medieval real estate simulator, two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Upgrade your thatched roof cottage <laughs> to a slightly less decrepit thatched roof cottage. Fantasy real estate tycoon, twenty k eighteen. Oh no, you're under siege. <laughs> the neighbors are getting real pissed about your late night parties. <laughs> You have upgraded your floor from dirt to straw. <laughs> really moving up in the world. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. We definitely... The chickens uh, have gotten loose again. <laughs> we definitely need to fix fix this place up. Yeah. I say, since the carrying costs are so low, we just hold on to it and maybe use it as like a last resort safe house if we ever need to come back here. Okay. But, Tokus, you can probably build some kind of contraption to get anyone who comes in. Oh, hey, are the floors dirt? Because we could just build a huge pit. <laughs> just cover it by like a floor mat or a rug. Just nail the corners of the rug. Or a rug, yeah. To the edges, and they'll never see it coming. Would it be a spiked pit or just a pit? We want to oh, catch yeah. them. Heck yeah, yeah it's going to be spiked. We'll keep crocodiles down there, too. Oh, spiked. <laughs> definitely. That'd be great. So we spend two weeks digging a hole. <laughs> and they, come up, they come upon us. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, like while we're doing it, like, uh, guys? <laughs> We're down there, except all the spikes are up at the top, and they start rolling them in. All right. I think Thane wants to bring us back to reality, because we've, like, gone really, really far. Like, really, <laughs> really, really far. I don't even know where we are anymore. I don't know if it's that much farther than where we normally go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's a dirt floor. You could do something with that if you wanted, but, I mean, anything like that would take a long time. You could probably get the house into roughly standard appearance in... Like, two days, decent work. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. Um, I think I think at this point, if it's uh, one or the other, then I think selling might be the better option, mostly because if they already know the address, then it can't be much of a safe house anymore. That is true. I say we uh, sell and get the profit while we can, and then we'll... <laughs> Capture that <laughs> sweet, sweet five gold piece profit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Find a new uh, place to relocate to in the meantime. Yeah, maybe we can pool our resources and uh, come up with a property that's a little bit, you know, <laughs> less like a pigsty. All right, so I suppose we do that. I mean, we don't know. It might be a situation where, just to play devil's advocate for a moment, it might be a situation where if we catch and kill and or interrogate our pursuers, then... 
the house isn't compromised anymore. But we don't know who they've given that information out to either. Mm -hmm. So it might not end with them if we end them. Could we rig up some sort of uh, squirt gun with ink? Like, you know how when you pull the fire alarms, it squirts you with ink? Maybe we could do that so that whoever comes in, it Mm. squirts them. And that way we'll know whoever's face is dark blue when we see them, that they tried to get into the house. Unless they go wash it off or... No, but it would be real, real strong ink. You know, like the kind that just doesn't come off. Octopus ink? Yeah, like a tattoo gun with a bunch of ink in it and it just (laughs) sticks into their face. So they just have a a tattoo of a bunch of dots all across their face. It's a very interesting tattoo scheme. You wouldn't have happened to break into our house, would you? (laughs) Like people who get tattoos of like languages that aren't their own and... And they try to explain how those tattoos, like, mean something to them or have some sort of, like, spiritual significance to them. <laughs> Pretend to know what it means. Pretend to know. Yeah, I have a tattoo in Elvin on my lower back, and I lift up my shirt and show you the small of my back. <laughs> so I got a tramp stamp a few years ago. It was in my wild phase. What does it mean, Shaba? Do you even know? Uh, it's an Elvin. It means uh, all... You, you don't want to know. <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> it means crag and thunder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, in Elvish. Definitely. Actually, now that I think about it, if we did sell and like had the for sale sign up, if other people moved in, whatever, then whoever's chasing us would know that we've left. So they would mm. know to start looking somewhere else. So we'll have to sell it on the black market, is what you're saying. What I'm saying <laughs> is, we don't sell it, we hold on to it. Yeah, I like that better. And we, like, keep one lamp on in the window so that they think we're actually still there. On a timer. Yes, on a timer, exactly. And then we go somewhere else in the meantime. Okay, yeah, I like it. Lamps on a timer. You mean a candle that burns out? (laughs) A candle that burns out and then relights itself. And we just have to come back every day and and put a new candle (laughs) in there. Which just sort of puts us back in danger of getting (laughs) ambushed by them, but... Right. (laughs) Details. No, but I definitely like the idea of holding on to it. Okay. Uh... Yeah. Where are we going to stay while we wait for the pursuers? Like, is the plan to hang out with Captain Clapton so we can hear when they come upon us? We need to get a new place right away. As a matter of fact, getting the new place takes priority over fixing up the old place. That's true. We need a new safe house. I would remind you that you are aware the Sapphire Saber offers housing to its members. Yeah, we're too shaken up to sleep in a big public room just yet. Maybe maybe at some point we can. But Well, Shaba, we could just we have friends in the city, don't we? I know I still have Ezric. That's true. We could all shove into your little closet that probably has all of Ezric's <laughs> stuff in it now, too. All right, dead frogs and mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, so it's us three and a bunch of boxes of old moldy alchemy supplies. <laughs> We could stay at Ezric's place. We could even camp outside the city another night if we really need to. Mm. Well, actually, I don't know if we can stay at Ezric's place. We'd have to ask him. Well, if that doesn't work, we could st- camp outside the city one more night. Mm. That's true. Yeah, we can always do that. I did want to tell him that I got the uh, the apprenticeship forms. Oh, yeah. He'll be pretty proud of that. I mean, we you could so? also, if we need to, we could trouble Almar for... Mm. A night or two at his Yeah, place. your buddy old pal. Yeah, Almar Veckling. What time of day is it? It's probably late afternoon at this point. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do think Ezric would be real proud of you, Tokus. And very scared. Let's do that. We'll, let's go by Ezric's first, see what he says. Okay. And then we'll go by Almar's. All right. We go to Ezric's. Did we pay out from the adventure? Because if we didn't, I'll probably have to ask Ezric for money again. Oh, yeah, we need to do that. We can do that. Um, but we will load everything that is of any importance at all into the cart before we leave Aslo's, including the diploma, and that's probably about it. Unless you had any clothes in the closet. Yeah, mostly the diploma. And the leftover uh, dirt pancakes. Mm. Right. Can't let that go to waste. They took your bedding and pillows and everything. Oh, what? those jerks. How could <laughs> they do that? Wait, why would they take that stuff? Because it's the only thing that was worth anything. (laughs) They just wanted to make me really miserable by not letting me get a good night's sleep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right, we don't know what, like, just the neighborhood hoodlums took and what our pursuers took. Mm -hmm. Right, because they're essentially... Yeah, we've come back to the house too late to know who took what. True, that's true. Unless we dust her fingerprints. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Fingers have prints? (laughs) So, uh, Ezric's house. Yes. Uh, should we divvy up the gold before we go? 
On our, on the way. Okay. On the way, we give you up the gold. Walking down the street in the slums, pulling out your pile <laughs> hey, of gold. Hey, give it up. Yeah, just like pouring out gold <laughs> coins. So we have 50 gold. So I think that shakes down to 20 for me and 15 for both of you. I believe that, that sounds, sounds right. right. So 57 gold. Same. Three silvers and seven copper. <laughs> I haven't seen Ezra in a long time. Hope he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, he's at that age where you just never know. All right, so you arrive at Ezra's house. And I suppose you knock on the door. It's a secret knock. Yep. It's a special beat knock that only Ezric knows. You hear a voice from say, Tokus, is that you? You remember the knock, Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm coming. I'm coming. It takes like three minutes, but eventually the door <laughs> opens. <laughs> Were you cooking up something in there? Oh... Just the usual, but of course, without you or some other cook, I, dinner's not really anything to look forward to. Uh, Have you not hired a new uh, house help? Doesn't seem like anyone wants to work for me. Ah, can't I imagine can't why that would be. Why, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine why. I just don't know. It's, it's beyond me, Ezric. Well, I'm still looking. Yeah, I mean, we've all been there, right? Looking for help around the house. Unable to find it. Where I, I feel you, man. Well, uh, why don't we invite ourselves in, and uh, you can share your dinner with us. Right, you're cooking. <laughs> you, you know, Shaba, it's really dawning on me, particularly today, how different your culture is. I mean, we just, if you want to be somewhere, you're just, you are. You're there. You just barge on in. And if you want to get real familiar with someone real quick, you do it. Because why waste time on pleasantries when you know... At first sight, that you're going to be best friends forever. Do you, do you pick Ezra up by the collar as a term of endearment? No, he's a little frail for that, but I will lift, <laughs> I will bodily pick him up by the shoulders and move him to the side so that you guys can go in. <laughs> <laughs> so you break Ezra in half. Thank you for welcoming us. No, I'll gently, I'll make it gentle. Oh, well, um, make, make yourselves at home. We already are. I'm helping myself to soup or whatever he cooked. Thank you for welcoming us into your home, Ezric. Yeah, he's got some rather bland vegetable soup going. <laughs> oh, this is perfect, Ezric. I love it's my favorite flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Ezric, we have some exciting news to share with you. Oh? What might that be? <laughs> Someone's just broken into Aslan's house and ransacked <laughs> yeah, everything he owns. Great. No, 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 wait, Shaba, we should, we should, Sorry. hey, Isn't Ezric's emotionally exciting. weak, we should lead with the good news. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I was thinking of the other, the, the worst news ever. So I produce some papers from my pack and hand them to Ezric with a big smile on my face. Didn't I tell you never to go to the Alchemist Guild? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Master. Uh, eight, eight times you told me not to go to the... Eight different instances you told me not to go to the Alchemist's Guild. I remember I counted. This would be number nine. <laughs> well, let me see that. You hand him the papers? Yes. He takes them, looks them over. Have you already started filling them out? Of course. Everything that I could have filled out is filled out. <laughs> Just in case, Master, you know, obviously that's up to you whether or not we can turn them in, but, you know, I was I was hopeful and I went ahead and filled out every single part of it. I see you even put my name in here for who's your sponsor. <laughs> but not your signature, Sensei, but not your signature. I just knew that I would need, uh, I would never forge your signature, Master. I would never do that. <laughs> well, I may have had my reservations before, and... And you still do. And I still may have some with your present line of work, but I do recall being young and adventurous myself. So I I understand. I think it is time I will take you on as my apprentice. <gasps> yes! What? <gasps> Thanks, Master. You won't regret this. I... I'm sure I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not eight times. Maybe seven. I suppose that's up to you. Hmm. So, uh, just one moment. And he hobbles over to his desk and picks up a quill, dips it in some ink, and scribbles his shaky signature on the bottom of the form. This should 
be enough to show you have a sponsor? I look at the signature and I think to myself, man, I really could have forged that very easily. <laughs> I don't say this out loud. Ezra, <laughs> thank you so much for your authentic, real signature. What else would it be? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, does this mean I need to spend a lot more time with you again? At least when you're in town, we should be working together from time to time. So, no, not really. Not very much. <laughs> I understand that your experiments take you elsewhere, and that can be part of your training as well. But you will need to come and see me, just to ensure that things are running smoothly. Oh, you know what, Master? I've been meaning to get your opinion on this, and I produce a flask from my uh, pouch. It's the hair growth formula, and I hand it to him, and I say, this hasn't been working very great recently. Look, <laughs> and, I, and I show that it has, like, I, I have clearly no hair growth whatsoever. Hmm. Just give it a swig and see if it works for you, because it doesn't work for me at all. Granted, I, my scalp has some undeath. This isn't exactly my area of expertise, but... I thought I... you were going to say this isn't exactly a hair growth potion. <laughs> 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 then what is it? <laughs> I'm sure given time you will perfect this potion. It may take years of research, but so do all good things in alchemy. This is an ear enlargement potion. What are you doing <laughs> with this? Can we have our listeners and us like enter Tokus's daydream for a moment? Yeah. So I have this vision that I have long rock star locks, like it's down to my butt, <laughs> like glorious, like blonde hair Curly. is my vision. Like every time I craft one of these hair growth potions, that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> L like luscious elven hair. Uh, All right, back back to reality. Uh, Ezric, I have a super important favor to ask of you. A real, real important... Actually, all three of us have this important favor to ask of you. Um, <laughs> would it be all right if you slept on your couch since we need to stay here so that we can use your... Your bed. <laughs> Wait, we're gonna take his bed, Shava. <laughs> That's not what we discussed. Well, we need to. We need somewhere to stay. So, I mean, would that be cool? I think the terms would be very different. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said last time the closet is full, and I'm afraid with my back, I need a real bed mm. to sleep in. Oh uh, yeah, mm. I gotcha. Mm. Wait a minute, Master. Maybe the reason you're having trouble finding replacement work. Uh, for my old duties is you're advertising that they'd be sleeping in the closet. If they're a normal-sized person, they probably like to stay on your couch. That is true. That's a good tip, I would say. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that into consideration. <laughs> yeah, maybe you get a couple more bites next time you renew the ad. Yeah, there you go. That was very helpful. And speaking of couch, could we sleep there instead of the closet? I know we're asking for a lot, Master, because I always slept in the closet and stayed out of your way. And you really, unless I was out cleaning your house or making you food or doing your laundry or whatever else you needed me to do, you didn't really know that I existed. <laughs> I think you liked that part of the deal. Really, it's it's fine if we stay here for the night. We don't mind. It's okay. <laughs> we'll just sleep out in the living room. It's all right. Oh. <laughs> Should I make a persuasion roll? Wait, guys, he's going to... I need <laughs> peace and quiet for my work. Oh, you won't even know we're here, except yeah. for the massive bodies that will be piled on your couch when you wake up tomorrow. <laughs> and the noise. Don't forget the noise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, except for the raucous noise, you'll have no idea anybody's <laughs> even here. He's talking about ours, by the way, not like corpses. Uh, <laughs> well, I suppose for a day or two, it would be okay. Yes! And I go All over right. and start jumping on the couch. <laughs> Sleep over I start grabbing pillows and hitting Shaba with them. You too, Aslo? Shaba got me excited. Yeah. What can I say? This is gonna be great. I'm like the only one trying because I know I know Ezric way better than either of you two, and I'm like actually trying to like calm us down even though I'm excited by the prospect of pillow fighting and sleepovering. Tokus, you're looking at Ezric right now and you see just you recognize his angry face wash over him. Oh, no. Guys, you made him angry. Stop. Stop jumping on the couch. You too. 
<laughs> oh my god down from there right now <laughs> oh man i'm sorry i think wow i'm really scared uh i get down off the couch i'd come to a dead stop and drop the pillow i was holding yeah and i stop stop getting hit by the i stop i drop the pillow too ouch <laughs> out with you and he points towards the door uh, <laughs> oh no but we're gonna have so much fun as I, I, I apologetically bow as I as I leave like several times to turn around and bow before the master and say, "Please still train me. Please still train me. I'm sorry about those two. Please, please still train me." I question your companions, but I do not have the same questions for you. I will train you. <laughs> sorry, Master yes. Isaac. Sorry. <laughs> I still think you're great. I still like I still you. Love you. All right, we slink out onto the streets. Yeah. Even though the council told you not to train me, you'll still train me. So I guess we're sleeping in a tent outside of Master Ezric's door, right? Is that where we are? <laughs> well, after we're outside of earshot, I shove you two and say, <laughs> look what you've done. He would have totally let us crash on his couch and you had to ruin it. He was going to let us crash on his couch. It's not our fault he's a party pooper. I know, we were just trying to have a little fun. He is like really old, guys. I don't know if you realize that. <laughs> oh, I know. We were just excited. You're never too old for a slumber party, am I right? Come on. Seriously. That's true. That's true, Aslo. <laughs> well, we still have another option left. Let's go see uh, Almar. Yep. Uh, and see what he has to say. Yeah, and not jump on his upholstery. I mean, I'm not making any promises. Yeah, well, I mean, his kids do it all the time, so I mean. Yeah, it's fine. He doesn't mind. Yeah, but like you're his friend, like his man friend. Like, his, <laughs> like You're supposed to be equals in... Levels of maturity that we have not yet obtained. <laughs> Probably also weigh five times as much as his kids. <laughs> yeah, how did the couch not break when you jumped on it, Shava? I don't know. It's some by some miracle. I have no idea. Sturdy materials. Yep. They don't build them like that anymore. Tell you what. <laughs> All right, well, it's getting pretty late in the evening. You find your way over to Elmar's house and knock on his door. You are greeted by Vivia. Oh yeah, his uh, his governess or his maid? Yes, the nursemaid. I kind of tilt my head at her and give her a smile and put my arms out and just... Grab her by the collar. I'm like, come on, <laughs> come on in. Come in for, you know, it's been a while, Vivia. Great to see you. She gives you a nice warm hug. I, I pick her up a little bit, put her down. It's good to see you again. It's been quite a while. It has. Is it Almar uh, around? Um, how are you, by the way? How's life treating oh, you these days? It's how are the kids? Things are about the same as usual. You know, the kids are always a handful, but yeah, yep, still getting into mischief. Of course. Yeah, but they're still children. What can you expect? Hmm. Um, Elmar is actually in a meeting at the moment. Oh. Hmm. Okay. With the guild? Um, yes, some some members from the guild were over. Oh, wow. I hope it's not serious. Mm. Is everything all right? How has his mood been lately? It seems all right. I, I haven't kept up that closely with the finances or anything, but he's been a bit more worried, perhaps, recently. Uh-oh. Desperate for fresh business that doesn't involve Schwagen raids. Schwagen? 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 Toboggan? Those toboggans always raiding everything. Uh, well, you're welcome to come inside and have a seat. Oh, uh, don't mind if we do. Thank you. Um, thank you very much. Shaba. Yes? I don't know if this is going to work. Like He's going to come home after a long guild meeting and then we're just going to ask if we can stay. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe we need to take him out for a drink first. Soften him up a little bit. Butter him up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we have come back from our adventuring with little coin in our pockets. Perhaps we can find a few spares to uh, to treat him. In advance, thanks for his hospitality. You know, that's a good point. Why don't we just, like, get a room at an inn for tonight if we have a few extra coins? That would probably be a lot easier than imposing upon the people we care most about. Well, yeah, it is funny how he's not here when he's our only other option to stay with. It's almost like the universe is telling us to go do just that, Brian. It is. But I mean, <laughs> then again, by the same token, what are the people you care most about 
good for if not to be imposed upon. <laughs> uh, is that wisdom from your tribe, Shaba? Uh, it's wisdom from somewhere, I don't know. Just just from a game perspective, the only other NPCs that we're on friendly terms with in the, in the kingdom. We really haven't explored the city at all, by the way. And we spent all that time building, like, city building and building this world. And we have, like, <laughs> we have, like, three friends. And, like, one of them's the king. You've got quite a few people who you know. Yeah, we, we have yeah. quite a few contacts. Let's go stay with the king! There, well, there are yeah, contacts there from my character sheet that I haven't even mentioned yet. For example, Granid the Butcher, the guy who I'm, like, buddies with as well. I don't know how I feel about staying with a butcher. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having like Diablo flashback. Yeah, right he's grounded the butcher of souls. <laughs> Fresh meat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, that game was great. OG Diablo, yes. Mm-hmm. Dude, of course. Totally. And he'd always he'd always drop his cleaver so it always made sense to kill him. Yeah. yeah. Unless you were like a mage. <laughs> or sorcerer yeah sorcerer was so busted in that game too <laughs> like i've seen people speed run it they always play sorcerer like you just fill up your entire inventory with potions and scrolls and then you teleport all the way down to diablo and kill him with like fireballs and lightning bolts. <laughs> you ever seen it speed run it's the lamest thing ever they just like they keep uh going back and forth to adria's witch hut until they find the the teleport spell uh, and then they yeah. teleport all the way down to diablo and then like whatever damage spell that they picked up along the way is what they kill him with and they just keep spamming potions and that was the problem with all the diablo games they didn't yeah. add limitations to how many potions you could drink till diablo 3 so you could fight enemies that are like a lot stronger yeah, yeah, yeah. than you just by chugging healing potions every five seconds or so hmm. anyway sorry about that how about this um why don't you tell almar that when he gets home if he's in the mood and he's up for it to come uh meet us out at the bar if not if he's had a rough night then that's cool. We'll we'll talk to him later. But just let him know that Shaba and his buds are going to be out at the uh, salty slug. Uh, I don't know about that one. Oh, <laughs> There's we the salted slug. There's uh, the briny devil. The briny devil. We need to be introduced to some new bars. Yeah, we're going to go out to a new bar that <laughs> like we've a never not, been. Not a sea bar. Yeah, we're going bar hopping tonight. Yeah, we're guys. going bar hopping. So. Um, tell him we'll be at the last bar that we're going to end up at, which is, uh, what's a good bar? And I ask her, where do you go? Where do you go for a drink after the kids have given you a rough day? Oh, yeah. Where does, what's his favorite bar? If we're going to treat your friend, what's his favorite restaurant or bar? His favorite bar. Yeah. There oh. you go. Well, is it, uh, the Wilted Willow down the street? <laughs> are you guys looking on the map or are we just like making up names? I just made that up. Oh, Okay. Oh, Salted Slug, Wilted Willow. The Salted Slug <laughs> yeah. and the Briny Devil are the two that you know of. Is it the Tipsy Turtle? <laughs> down, over down on uh, Broadway Street? What are, well, Almar's kind of like middle class, right? Like solid middle class? Like where would the middle class eat? He's more like upper-ish class merchant. So yeah, I guess he he's would just be not upper noble, middle right? class. Yeah, he's just not yeah, no, yeah. No, noble. Yeah, so they go to Arby's. <laughs> Arby's. <laughs> So what is the D&D equivalent of, of no, not Arby's, sorry, I meant to say um, Applebee's. Applebee's. I hate Applebee's, uh, Applebee's. He enjoys the food over at the Pork and Primrose. Mm. <laughs> oh, my. All right, so, yeah, let's get some pig. Tell him we will have pork on the table with some Primrose also on the table when he arrives, if he chooses to come. All right, so you go around to a few different bars and restaurants, and you spend most of your time... Over at the Pork and Primrose, but... Did we get food there? We gotta deduct that money. Mm. Yeah, the food <laughs> at that particular place is rather expensive on your budget. Hmm. Mm. How expensive are we talking? I'll drop a gold piece on the night. Yeah, just give Ooh. me some amount to spend. A gold wouldn't get you much at the last place, but... A gold each? Yeah, that sounds reasonable, I guess. Okay. So you probably get something to drink at each location. Okay. I stopped by an arrow shop and buy some arrows, too, because I really need those. Uh, they are closed at this point. Okay, well, we don't need to spend game time doing that. I'm going to buy arrows, just letting you know. Yeah, well, actually, that is another one of the benefits of the Sapphire Sabers. Mm-hmm. You get basic ammunition for free. Oh, wow. wow. That's awesome. What other things do they do for free? <laughs> I guess we'll find out soon enough. Oh, you're lucky you're a ranger shop. That's a good deal. Seriously. I guess I have a crossbow. It's good. Yeah, he doesn't end up coming at the Pork and Primrose. Mm. So you, I guess, 
find an inn somewhere? Uh, yeah, is the Pork and Primrose not also an inn? Uh, it's a restaurant. They have a few rooms, but they're probably higher end than what you'd want. Okay. Yeah, that one would be eight silver a night for each of you for a room. Ooh. Yikes, that's steep. Damn. Shabby, are you sure you, you don't, we don't want to just go to the... Well, they're probably closed by now, aren't they? It's probably late, the and savers. we're all kind of drunk, so... I'm, I'm just so excited to go. I mean, like, I'm kind of disappointed that you have these inhibitions. Well, it's mostly just about sleeping there. I'm, I'm very excited to actually go there, for sure. Yeah, me too. Let's sleep at the, uh, the CD Inn across the street there. Salted and, Slug. Uh, save a few coins, and then we'll go to the Blue Savers in the morning. I can't believe we're going to be part of the Blue Savers. Going to the Salted Slug, home of Blackblade. Yes. Business place of Blackblade. I did tell you, too, that it was my gnomehood dream to be part of the Blue Savers, didn't I? Sapphire mm. Savers? Uh, I believe so. Sapphire yeah. Savers. You have posters. The Blue Blades? <laughs> yeah, the Blue Blades. That's the ogre battle right there. Sorry, when you when you say Sapphire Savers, I always think of Blue Blades. <laughs> I never played ogre battle. What? Mm-hmm. One of the Dude, greats. I really wanted to. It was hard to find, though. Ogre Battle 64? Yeah, it was hard to find. I couldn't find it anywhere back in the day. Yeah, I, I have it emulated on my laptop oh, nice. for nostalgia. <laughs> the Pumpkinhead was such an OP class. Did you ever... You never played it? I don't think any of us played it. No. Somewhere there's a listener out there who's like, dude, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ogre Battle. Somewhere pu- out there. Pumpkinheads. The far, far reaches of the world. Yeah, they're not necessarily actually listening to this show. They're just a person who can hear. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Ogre Battle. <laughs> right, I played that once. Yeah, it's a good game. Also, are you sure you weren't actually playing Farmville Tactics? Because <laughs> that's sort of what it's sounding like. I know, uh, that's what's funny is like, they were like Black Knights and Dragons and everything, but like one of the most overpowered classes with a, like, Scarecrow with a pumpkin for a head. <laughs> well, it's like Final Fantasy Tactics where the best class is Calculator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I played Tactics. I didn't know you played Tactics. This game is great. I know this is still a tangent, but I just got Final Fantasy Tactics on my phone and started playing it again the other day, and I couldn't get past the first level. That game is Whoa! so hard. The first level is hard. It's a really hard game. I just, like, I died every time I tried it, and then I gave up because I got so frustrated. <laughs> How much was it on the iPhone, I'm uh, assuming? No, it was on Android. It was, like, I want to say, like, 5 or $10. You spent 5 or $10 I was in, really excited you... because I had it back in the day, <laughs> yeah. and then I went to play mm-hmm. it again, and it was just really hard. Brian, maybe it's not that the game's hard. Maybe you've got dumber at games. <laughs> and that's okay. You're that smart at other things now. possible. BT-dubs, there's yeah. a chance that I still actually do have that game uh, at my house if I didn't give it to Goodwill. So, just oh, like, you know, Yeah. Might be worth something now. I've got two copies, actually. I couldn't bring that on the train with me to New York, though. So. Mm, right. right. So you go over to really the salted slug that's like way outside town. It's outside the town walls. Why are we going to the salted slug? I missed that part. Well, let's find a place that's close by, but that's affordable. Probably the briny devil is the one that you would know of. Okay. All right. Let's go there. Oh, we're we're inning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be like two silver for each of you for the night. Okay. I will expend two silver. And next day, assuming that uh, we don't hear word from Almar, which I don't know how we would since we're not at the Pork and Primrose, uh, let's check out the Sapphire Sabres, shall we? Let's go. Let's go. Let's, go. let's guild it up. Getting guilty with it. Maybe just fast forward to the morning? Yeah. No reason not to, unless you want to do something in the night, like have a nightmare. No. Or night terrors. You want to have a nightmare? Or sleepwalk? No, I'm good. I, I rest. No tinkering. how's your butt by the way uh it's it's great thanks for asking chava it's got a nice little bandage bandage on it (laughs) good glad glad it wasn't a life-threatening injury after all sorry about that again yeah apology not accepted but i'll I'll get over it okay (laughs) or under it it'll heal you head towards the sapphire saber the headquarters is located in the middle of lower castle town And this area of town is densely packed with stone and masonry structures, with most buildings rising two or three stories. Many of them seem to be guild halls and other similar bustling centers of activity. Most of those you encounter on the streets appear to be lesser nobility or wealthy merchants, but they don't seem to pay any particular attention to you. So, you're not standing out because of your not-so-fine clothing, at least not enough for anyone to care. (laughs) Our squalid appearance. (laughs) 
<laughs> and eventually you arrive at the Guild Hall of the Sapphire Saber, which is a small castle-like structure, recognizable by a pedestal next to the front door with a jewel-encrusted saber set point down into its top. Mm. Okay, at the side of the building, Tokus would start geeking out. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Giggling like a schoolgirl? Yeah, exactly, he is. Profusely. I just stand back. That's cool, I guess. So the building has few windows, none on the ground floor. The front door is made of mahogany, reinforced and decorated with iron and brass fittings. And two guards flank the door, bearing both the crest of the sapphire saber and the colors of Nanept, which Mm. are kind of an ocean blue and white checkers bordered by silver. Mmm. I like it. Sounds fancy. Hail, good knights. We are future brothers. You wish to join the sapphire saber? We done did, and I pull out the paper that Captain Stoutheart gave us. Unroll it and show it to him. What, what? It just keeps rolling. Yeah. Like down the street. <laughs> yeah, it just rolls down. I'm like, we practically are about to join. Or we have whatever this paper says, that's, what, that's what's happening right now. Uh, so you've got a sponsor then. Well, I guess we'll call over Elindria and have her take your information. Okay. More forms. Sounds good. So much paperwork. Welcome inside. And he opens the door and gestures in. Uh, the other guard steps inside briefly and returns with an elven woman in tow. Uh, she looks strong but lean with well-toned muscles, and her silver-blue hair is pulled back into a short ponytail. She stands with a grace that subtly hints she is ready to draw the sword from her hip at any time. Well met, fair maiden. And welcome, visitors. Thank you for your welcome. We have this piece of paper here, and I hand it to her. It says some words on it that you might like to look at. So, you are being sponsored by Parthen Stoutheart, then? Yep. That's the guy. Very well. Please follow me. So, she leads you inside, and as you're walking, she asks you, Are you aware of the procedures here for joining? Not at all. All applicants must be citizens of Ormog. I trust that is the case. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, sure. Totally. Uh, We're all, uh, all three of us are citizens of Ormog, right, guys? You guys, uh, we got absolutely. all our citizenship papers. We're definitely, definitely Ormogians. Yeah. All of Ormogites us. Ormogites to the core. <laughs> 